tonight. I don't know that we'll hit 6 o'clock, but I'm going to try to be out by 6.10. But uh, just an encouraging uh, thought here. You can go ahead and remain seated. Psalm 100 is what we'll be tonight. Psalm 100, and uh, we're just going to read down through this uh, passage, uh, pray, and then get into just a brief uh, message. I'm going to talk pretty quick and get through the outline here, but hopefully these thoughts will be an encouragement to you um, tonight. Psalm 100, verse number 1 says, Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before His presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, He is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. And here's the title of the message tonight. Be thankful unto him, and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. And let's have prayer together tonight. Lord, thank you for who you are. And Lord, thank you for the wonderful, precious time that you've given us tonight as a church family to be able to share these testimonies, to be able to uh, brag on how wonderful you are and how great you are in our lives and all that you've done even this year. And uh, Lord, we do want to praise you. We do want to thank you. And uh, Lord, I pray that you would help us uh, to uh, learn some thoughts, uh, some things tonight as we look into this uh, precious passage of Scripture, uh, this beautiful, um, poetic passage. passage of Psalm 100. And I pray, Lord, that you would burn the truths in our hearts and help us to live them out in Jesus' name. Amen. So I know that this year, uh, 2020, has been a very crazy year and a difficult for many of us. And we're going to keep saying that for years to come, I'm sure, as we think back to 2020. Um, and, And it has been challenging for our church as well as we've waded through all the challenges and changes that COVID has has brought us, and and it may seem kind of strange to end the year as this is going to be my last sermon of 2020, and to end it with a uh, sermon on giving thanks. But I think that that is appropriate uh, because 1 Thessalonians chapter number 5 and verse number 18, Paul uh, challenged us and commanded us, really, uh, we are by the Lord, he says, in everything give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. So it is the will of God for us tonight, yes, even in all the chaos that has happened this year, to give thanks. Uh, And that is the will of God for us. And so tonight I want to just share a quick few thoughts with you from Psalm 100 as I kind of break it down and organize it. Uh, This made sense to me, and I hope it makes sense to you as uh, we go through this. Number one, I want us to look at the invitation. There is an invitation here in Psalm 100, and we see that invitation in verses 1 and 4. It says, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. And then in verse number 4, here's another portion of that invitation. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and bless his name. Uh, Now, how many of you like to be invited to something, whether you can go or not? It's just nice to know that people want you to be there and that you're invited and you're you're cool enough to be part of the in crowd, you know. Um, Well, I've been uh, been in situations where everybody around me has been invited to some type of event uh, except for me. And they're all talking about it. And then I come in the room and they're all kind of like assuming that I got the invitation too. 
and, uh, and I didn't get the invitation. And it's just kind of an awkward moment. I've had those happen to me. Uh, it's not fun, but uh, I have good news for all of us this, this evening as we consider this invitation here to give thanks to the Lord, to uh, be thankful unto Him. Uh, here's the good news for you. You have been invited. You're part of, you're on the invitation list, okay? And uh, so we see, first of all, here under the invitation, we see the people who are invited. And uh, you are part of that invitation. You are the people who have been invited to be thankful unto Him. All right, we find this in verse number one. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. And uh, we looked at this morning how the message of Christmas was not just for a select number of people or the special people or the elite. It was to all people. And uh, this invitation here to give thanks to the Lord is also to all ye lands. Uh, the word all, the, all, <clears throat> all ye lands has a reference to all the earth. And uh, one, one commentator said this about it. The idea in this psalm is that praise did not pertain to one nation only. That it was not appropriate for one people merely. That it should not be confined to the Hebrew people. But that there was a proper ground of praise for all. There was that in which all nations of all languages and conditions could unite uh, to be able to thank the Lord, to be thankful. So tonight, understand this. The invitation is for all, and that means it's for you and for me. And so the question for all of us is, have we taken the Lord up on that invitation to come into his presence with thanksgiving and to be faithful to give thanks? I hope the answer is yes. And I know it's harder to give thanks when things aren't going the way that you kind of want them to go. But, but still, uh, let's, the, the command here is to be thankful unto him no matter what's going on in our life. And uh, so we see here the people, but then we see the purpose of this invitation. Uh, the purpose is that we would enter his gates with thanksgiving, that we would be thankful unto him. We would come into his courts with praise and that we would bless his name. Um, this is the purpose of this invitation, not so that we can come up, uh, come in and be, be blessed, but that we could express our gratitude for the blessings that God has given us. And uh, we've done a little bit of that tonight, and it's been wonderful and uh, sweet to hear the testimonies of how the Lord has blessed you and you giving thanks to God's name uh, for what he has done for you. Uh, for just a couple moments here, I just want us to turn over to Colossians. I want to see, I want you to see four instances in the uh, book of Colossians where we're encouraged and invited to praise the Lord and to thank Him for His goodness. Colossians chapter number one. Colossians chapter number one and verse number 12 says, <clears throat> Giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. So here he begins the chat, begins his book with a, an expression of, of thanks to the Father. Uh, if you go back uh, up to verse number 3 of chapter 1, he says, We give thanks to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you. So there was thanksgiving there in verse 3, thanksgiving in verse number 12. And then if you go to chapter 2 in verse number 7, you see it again. Rooted and built up in him, established in the faith as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. So here we're invited to give thanks and really commanded to give thanks as well. Uh, you go down to chapter number three and verse number 15. 
Bible says, And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to the which also ye are called in one body, and be ye thankful. And then you jump down to verse number uh, 17. Um, it says, And whatsoever ye do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. And so we see several different instances in the book of Colossians here where we're encouraged and invited and commanded to be thankful and to give thanks. And so again, this invitation is for you, it's for me, it's for everyone. Are we uh, showing up, you know, you get invited to, you know, say a party and you're like, eh, I don't know, who's all going to be there, you know? What are they going to do? What kind of cake are they going to serve, you know? Are the party favors going to be any good, you know? And uh, we think through those things, well, and, and we make a decision whether we're going to show up or not. Well, well, this invitation, I hope that you're showing up on a regular basis to give thanks to the Lord. And it's not uh, months that go by before you really have a season of thanksgiving in your life. Ephesians chapter number 5 and verse number 20, uh, Paul says this to the church there at Ephesus, giving thanks always, well, I mean, Paul... We're in 2020. I mean, do we really need to give thanks always? Yeah, giving thanks always for all things. Can we be thankful for COVID? Yeah, as my wife mentioned, uh, we, got, we got some bonus time with the cousins. <laughs> uh, more time with 15 people living in the house. Yay. <laughs> Actually, it was a blessing, and uh, there was... but. Uh, but I'm glad that it's just our, our family right now. Uh, I don't know that I would want to live like that forever. Uh, but it was, it was nice to have a little bit of extra time with, uh, with everybody. And uh, there are some things to be thankful for. There is silver lining in every trial that comes along. And uh, God is, again, remember, able to work all things together for good. And uh, even the trials, God is able to work good things out for that. So, uh, so we see the invitation this, this, this evening. The invitation is for all people, and the purpose is for us to give thanks unto him, be thankful unto him. Number two, I want us to look back at Psalm 100 and see the instruction, the instruction. Uh, now, I know most of us men aren't real uh, fond of looking at the uh, instruction manual, and uh, many of you maybe got some gifts for your children and had to put some things together and got that instruction manual out and went, eh, I don't need that thing. Um, well, when it comes to uh, giving thanks, God gives us an instruction manual and some ways in which he wants us to thank him. And so what are those things found here in Psalm 100? Uh, among other things and other places in Scripture, Psalm 100 gives us three, and I want to just highlight those very quickly. Uh, first of all, we, uh, he wants us to shout with joy. Shout with joy. He starts the psalm with, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. And uh, as, as I studied that out, it really was basically this joyful noise was a shout of joy. And uh, some of us like watching sports, and we get kind of hyper watching sports and excited when we see something happen. Uh, I mean, not me, but other people do. I'm very calm, cool, and collected when my team is playing. Uh, no, my kids are here, and they're going to be like, liar, liar, pants on fire. Um, I usually get a little more loud when they do something bad than when they do something good. Uh, but anyway, when they do something good, you know, there's a woo, there's a, there's a cheer, there's, there's something that I get excited about. 
Well, God wants us to be excited about Him and about uh, giving thanks to Him for blessing us. And, and so He wants us to have that time where we're making that shout of joy to the Lord. Now, I know it's kind of awkward for us to do that here in church, and that's not our style and not, not our flavor here, to, to be hooting and hollering. Um, and I know there are churches, you know, uh, that, that do that. And I'm not advocating that we do that necessarily, but there should be time in your own heart, in your own life, maybe driving down the road when you're just thinking of God's goodness and you just let out a praise the Lord. God, you are so good. Thank you for being you. Thank you for blessing me so much. And uh, we shouldn't just be excited about all the other things in this life. Uh, we should be excited about the Lord and what he's blessed us with. So shout with joy. Secondly, serve with gladness. Serve with gladness. Verse 2, serve the Lord with gladness. And uh, that's something we, we, he wants us to be doing in order to uh, be thankful unto him. One commentator said uh, regarding this, it means in your worship and in all your acts of obedience, let there be joy in this service. Let it not be with fear of slaves, not as a matter of compulsion and force, not with reluctance uh, or gloom. Let it be cheerful, happy service. Let it be freely rendered. Let it be an occasion of joy to the soul to be able to serve the Lord. The service of God is a source of the highest joy that man knows. It is a true joy to serve the Lord. And I remember uh, when we had COVID and I was watching online and, and uh, everybody did a tremendous job who covered me, but I was like, man, I want to be there. I want to be the one preaching. Uh, I enjoy serving the Lord, and, and God wants us to serve, and He wants us to serve not just out of obligation or um, duty, but He wants us to serve with the Lord with gladness. And then thirdly, He wants us to sing aloud, sing aloud. Verse number two says, serve the Lord with gladness, come before His presence with singing. Uh, we need to sing aloud and sing with some joy in our hearts. Uh, Psalm 81 and verse number one, sing aloud. Unto God our strength, make a joyful noise unto the God of Jacob. And uh, I know that, uh, you know, some people, some guys especially, you know, don't think they have a good voice, and so they kind of just sing real softly or don't sing at all because they don't think they can sing. Um, and, uh, you know, when you're up here leading singing or up here watching, um, it's, a, it's, it's a blessing to watch those who are into it, you know what I mean? And uh, Brother Blake, when there's people who are enjoying singing, that, that's, that's an encouragement to us. And, uh, and there are several of you who are like that, and it's fun to watch. And, and I would encourage you to keep that up. And that's one way that we can uh, be thankful unto him by singing aloud, by singing from our hearts. So that's the instruction. And then thirdly, very quickly, the inspiration. What should motivate us to be thankful unto him, according to Psalm 100? Well, we can think lots of reasons and inspiration to compel us to give him thanks, and we've already, you've already mentioned several in your testimonies tonight. But uh, here's some other inspiration that we find here in Psalm 100. First of all, we see the fact that the Lord is God. In verse number 3, it says, Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. You see, he is God and not us. He gets to decide. Uh, it's, his, it, it's his place to uh, be God, not mine. And so a lot of times we begin to think that we're telling God what to do in our own lives. No, no, God is, the Lord is God, not us. Um, and he, we know this because he created us. It says, it is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. 
We need to remember that he is our creator and he is the one who made us. And so there is an accountability there because he is our creator. But then there's a sweetness to this relationship at the end of the verse. It says, we are his people and the sheep of his pasture. He's our shepherd and guiding us and directing us and providing for us and meeting our needs. And uh, it is a special relationship. Psalm 46 and verse number 10 uh, this is a good encouragement for us. And again, I, I think I mentioned this at the very beginning of when COVID was about to really be a thing here in all that's going on. I said, hey, we're about to possibly have time where we're going to have a lot of time, uh, you know, where we're at home, where we're kind of not, not sure what to do. Well, here's something we can do. Verse, uh, Psalm 46, verse 10 says, be still. And know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. Uh, opportunity for us to just stop the busyness of all the craziness that was going on before COVID hit. Our lives were uh, just very busy and uh, we just had a lot of different things we were going to and doing. And COVID hit and then now all of a sudden we have time. Well, let's use that time to be still and know that I am God. And uh, uh, there's potentially still going to be time where we're going to have the opportunity to do that. I would encourage you to do that. So uh, one reason we can thank the Lord is because the fact that the Lord is God. He is also not only God, he is also good. In verse number five, the Bible says, the Lord for the Lord is good. He says, be thankful unto him, bless his name for the Lord is good. He is good. It's his nature. Uh, Psalm 119, verse 68 says, Thou art good and doest good. Teach me thy statutes. Psalm 107. Uh, your Bible's open to 100. If you just turn over to 107 super quick, kind of just want to show you this. And if you have a pen, you might want to circle these verses because this is, this is neat. Look in verse number 8. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. And then you jump down to verse number 15. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. And then jump down to verse 22. I'm sorry, 21. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. And then go to verse number 31. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. So same verbiage in four times within this uh, this psalm. Four reminders and four encouragements, four invitations that we would praise the Lord for his goodness, that we would thank him for the fact that he is simply good. It's his nature. Yes, he's holy, and we know that, but he is also good to us, and he is good to give us good gifts, and uh, they all fall down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. So the Lord is good, is another motivation, another inspiration for us to give thanks to him. Uh, thirdly, we see also that the Lord is gracious in verse number five. For the Lord is good and his mercy is everlasting. His mercy is everlasting. And I know uh, I could have put the Lord is merciful and that would have been maybe a little bit more accurate, but I really wanted to stay with the G's. And uh, gracious is very close to mercy, merciful. And so I wanted to stay with that. But he's both merciful and gracious. And as we think about his mercy, if 
we won't take the time to turn there, but Psalm 136, 26 times in that psalm alone, we read the words, His mercy endureth forever. It's just who He is. He's merciful and He's gracious. John 3.16, the most famous verse in the Bible, we see both God's mercy and God's grace beautifully aligned, beautifully uh, come together. Remember, uh, mercy is not getting something, not getting some type of consequence or punishment that we deserve. And grace is getting a blessing that we don't deserve. And we see both of those in John 3.16. And here it is. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him gets, first of all, God's mercy should not perish. We all deserve to perish, every single one of us. But because of God's mercy, we don't have to perish. But not only do we see His mercy, we see His grace in but have everlasting life. None of us deserve everlasting life. None of us deserve that. But because God is both gracious and merciful, we no longer have to perish, but now we get to have instead everlasting life. And so God's grace is something that should motivate us and inspire us to give Him thanks. And then, last thought here to stay with the letter D or letter G, um, we see that the Lord is guaranteed. I don't know if anybody got that one as you were going down through that. But here it is, verse number 5. The Lord is good, His mercy is everlasting, and His truth endureth to all generations. His truth is guaranteed and is going to endure. And the Lord is going to make... He, he's, as we heard several times this evening, He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Uh, and uh, He never changes. He's always in control. And His truth will endure to all generations. You can simply trust Him. Matthew 5.18 says, uh, Jesus said this, Till heaven and earth pass, one jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the law till all be fulfilled. Uh, the word of God, the truth of God will endure forever to all generations. He's guaranteed and you can trust him. Some tremendous inspiration for us tonight to motivate us to uh, respond to that invitation that he's given to all people to be thankful unto Him and to bless His name. And uh, with that, let's have a word of prayer and we'll be, uh, we'll be dismissed.